Hi, welcome to the Indian Cattlemen Podcast. I am your host Ajay Kumar, speaking from the buzz capital of India, Mumbai. Structure of Cattlemen Podcast is as follows: Our team picks up topics from the ones you request. It speaks to dairy stakeholders across India, and collates and presents views in a consistent language. Chosen language for the podcast could be English, Hindi, or another language for the benefit of all our listeners across India. You will, however, see transcripts and redone versions of podcasts in local languages on our website, www.indiancattlemen.com. Hi welcome to the show many dairy farms and dairy units either do not have a website or have one that is not generating the desired results does your business need a website or if you have one are you generating results commensurate with the time and money invested and are you ahead of your peer group if you want to reach out to customers or stakeholders beyond your personal relationships you would need a website but there are many technical aspects that need to be thought through while building one this shall ensure that expenditure on the website can generate returns to understand the critical aspects we spoke to harsh rathi founder of kaleidoscope fx studios who has been helping clients with their design communication digital presence and visibility Okay, so the first question I think that uh, that would arise from natural thought uh, is, do I really need a website for my business? Because maybe you believe you are doing just fine without it, and you can keep doing just that, or 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 maybe you hold some other reservations. But the answer to that question is is objectively uh, definite. Yes, you should always have a website for your business, even if you want to restrain your reach. Uh, because when when you have a website you have a degree of control over the the perception of your brand in a distant audience's eye you don't want every thought about your brand or your business floating around the internet to 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 all the user generated content uh, as a as a business owner you definitely want a degree of control over the narrative surrounding your brand and and for those of us who who want to expand our reach Uh, which should be most of us the the answer is yes in a more obvious form so basically you should always have a website for your business the second thing that most small or middle sized business owners uh, may have in their minds when it comes to having a website is uh, okay sure i need a website but uh, do i need to get on it today or should i wait some months or years or whatever w- once again the answer is, is yes today or or as soon as it is feasible and and i say that for a slightly technical reason I'll, i'll try to explain it in simple words so whenever someone writes something about you on the internet it is only when you have a website that they can link what they are saying about you to your business's page on the internet the page being your website of course and and whenever someone links to your website 
it basically branches a route into the internet ground if you de- delay having a website for let's say one year now if in this time period of one year a magazine or a national newspaper or a local newspaper publisher or even a niche blog writes about your business and they don't have a website for your business that they can point their audience towards you lose a lot of those potential root branches and also when people have been writing about you and pointing to your website for a long time your roots then go deeper into the internet and now you hold more credibility on the internet and, and this is technical credibility not just credibility as as we humans perceive it so these these do deep roots they actually manifest themselves into you popping up more as a result when people search for queries adjacent to your business on a search engine so you you don't want to lose any opportunity that might come your way and that might help you with those deep roots because that gives you organic reach and it it is quite hard to fight a competitor's organic online reach that that's why i say your business whatever the size of it may be get it a website and um, always get it as soon as it is feasible for you now when you have decided like okay i'm going to get a website what is the next step how do you go about getting it done so you should i i i think you should think of your website as a tool to grow your business you should define a goal first and then have a website then that takes you closer to meeting with that goal so getting a website done by your relative like your cousin your uncle well, it, it, it's usually not a good idea well something is better than nothing but unless you are you are a professional at making websites uh, recollection but unless they are a professional not you they are a professional at making websites you'll probably end up with an ill fitting brand identity and a website will be pretty hard to scale up into something that you actually need and when i say define your goals i mean things like define your target audience for example uh, if you're designing a website for a dairy farm is your target audience a dairy consumer because if it is it it, it is probably a good idea that uh, you have a shop component or at least a catalog of your products on your website but uh, if you if your target audience is other dairy farmers then you might want to make it more about breeding and and your breeds on your farm and the shop component will be distracting to that audience if your audience is both you may need to go with a different approach altogether so understanding needs is important because that will tell you if you are wasting 5000 rupees or investing 10000 rupees so for example if a web design company is going to deliver your website for let's say 5000 rupees unlike some other company that you're asking for just the double 10000 rupees but the 5000 rupee company delivers to your website built upon a generic template that does not fit your requirements and that that, that, that does not promise any return on investment because, because it is going to be as good as nothing the 10000 rupee option although it will be costly in the beginning it, it will make you your money back because it will be based 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 upon your needs 
there will be a lot more thought poured into it that will convert your audience into leads like eventually into paying customers but all of that unless unless the existing template that is being used for a website is specific to your business type so but the bottom line is don't look at initial costs of development it takes more sense to look at it from a return on investment perspective and and then there are uh, other things that you should make your sure of uh, like in today's time uh, you have to have your website built as mobile friendly search engines are significantly biased toward mobile friendly websites your website should present a unique brand identity so a section of your website should uh, always appear as a part of a bigger whole uh, bigger whole being your being your website so it it, sh- it should basically not appear to be patchwork uh, another very important thing i'd say is you should you should always have good call to actions on your website uh, a call to action is basically something that invites a user or stimulates a user to do something that brings them closer to achieving a goal so the, all the buy now button the click here button or the download button or the sign up button these these are all call to actions but uh, not just them anything that results in a micro yes is also a good call to action so like if if, if i give an intriguing slide show of things uh, a slide show that stimulates the user to scroll further into a page further into like where i have my call to action sign up button that that finally generates my lead that scroll action is also a good call to action so you sh- you should have those good call to action on 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 your uh, web pages of your website but uh, but there is also a problem with call to actions on the internet today um, i think they, they have become very overwhelming for users i i'm really in love with the idea of keeping things simple so like have fewer but more definitive call to actions what i i like to do is i like to present one forward and one backward call to action in every frame by forward i mean one that takes the user to the next step in the user's journey on on your website for achieving any particular goal and backward call to action to backtrack into the journey and go into a different branch of user flow or, or the user's journey and and then maybe just one more here and there to facilitate a little branching and go easy on the backtracking part but on only when it inspires a sense of sensibility let's say so keeping it simple is important because otherwise there is a high chance that you won't get your conversions the user will just get lost and you will have wasted uh, all your money that you would have put into developing your website mm. after that there is other uh, uh, other few small smaller things like try to not go with things that are trendy when it comes to your website design because it might it might look as a good thing today but it will go, go away just like that in a snap because when we say something is trendy it carries in itself that the temporary characteristic and it will feel out of place very quickly 
and and then you'll have to pour more money into redesigning and you'll always be playing catch up with with these trends all while straying further from your brand identity and that will have its own economic implications it it just doesn't seem like a good business decision to me at at least when you're in a small to medium scale so uh when you when you have had your website done or when you're halfway through through having your website done you'll have another problem that is uh, how are you going to market your website and the big word that you're going to hear is seo or search and optimization mm. searching optimization confuses a lot of people because it it is not only a very deep subject but it is pretty wide also so people can lose sight of what is happening in all that weird it, it it overwhelms their periphery so small business owners can be fooled by you know, a bad internet marketing company in the name of seo relatively easily that that is if they don't know what exactly it is that that is being done by this marketing company for their seo in fact in fact some very big name companies have been duped in the name of seo companies like uh, washington post bmw bbc jc penny even internet companies like mozilla they have had to face bans from google search results because of bad seo practices and i'm not saying that to to put a scary thought into your mind i'm i'm just saying this to give you an idea of how carefully you have to tread this line that is uh, searching optimization so like earlier when we talked about deep internet routes what some marketing companies will do is that they basically pay a bunch of websites to link back to your website um, and this will show you some relatively quick results but these aren't organic links and search engines today like the google of the world they are very smart in recognizing that these links were quote unquote fake uh, and then your website will get banned from google equally as fast because good seo takes uh, time to show result and that is once again the other edge of the sword an internet marketing company could keep taking money from you for this supposedly good seo that will show incredible results in the long run all while they are basically doing nothing for you so you you should try to have some degree of understanding in as to what is this company is doing for you and this link building part was just one of the hundreds of factors that affect your seo and and it, it it is not an objective process so anytime someone guarantees you seo results that should pop up as a big red flag too now once once you are done with your web design and basic on page seo what happens next uh, is that you start pouring money into advertising and one of the most direct forms of advertising is uh, ad banners the image and video ads you do that uh, mainly by adwords uh, the, the, the google platform and facebook ads and all these other high traffic big platforms and they're very accessible you don't need a lot of money you can start with very little and it goes up to virtually however big your audience demand can be so anyone can do it but uh, this easy factor is also 
वट मेक्स इट रिस्की तो वेदर यू पुट अ फेसबुक कैंपेन और यू जस्ट बूस्ट अ पोस्ट वट इज द मोस्ट अप्रोप्रिएट बेटर टू एड अलॉन्ग विद योर पोस्ट दीज आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग्स बिकॉज इफ यू डोंट पे अटेंशन टू दीज थिंग्स यू यू ओनली एंड अप बर्निंग योर कैश एंड सेम इज विद दिस गूगल एड्स you should be careful with defining your keywords you don't want your brand name as the keyword for an ad unless there is a competitor bidding on your brand name keyword you don't want to advertise on keywords which you organically rank for anyway that that's wasting money too another thing people people uh, do that waste their money is people spend a lot on marketing experts and a lot of these experts only teach them how they became that celebrity level expert so make sure you are uh, receiving information from them that is tangible and that can manifest itself into a skill set that would actually help you with the um, marketing part and and that is shows in the numbers uh, many times what they might be teaching you is not what you need for your business there is a plenty of free information out there too you can go with that uh, in fact I, if if you are a small or a medium business i say that is the wiser choice because I, i don't want to see you spending more on marketing classes than on marketing actual marketing itself uh, another another advice uh, while planning a marketing strategy would be to keep on you should keep on trying new things so that you are always in discovery mode and then you spend more or do more of what is working for you and less of what isn't it is a very simple thought that people often lose their way in the vanity of a particular way of marketing and end up wasting a lot of money and then branding versus marketing like branding is important very important okay but be careful that you are not just justifying your field marketing as branding so don't relabel your underperformed marketing campaign as a branding campaign when you have the hindsight keep track of everything because if if you if you do that your timeline shift when you do something with direct response marketing intent that it results in a branding response you will now get your return on investment in years instead of months because that's what happens branding gives you your return on investment in Yes, and while direct response marketing gives you in in, in a few months, and uh, if that happens to you, your timeline will shift, and and that might put you into a pickle if you're in a time sensitive situation. So yeah, don't relabel your your marketing campaigns after the fact. I think those 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 are the most important things you should keep in mind when you go about having your first website built. I believe with those things in mind your decision to make a website will be more rational than it would have been otherwise and you would be able to extract greater return from the money and time invested in the process This is your host Ajay Kumar signing off